Can you guys hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you. All right. That's good. Okay. All right, Emma. Yes. All right, we can hear each other now. Good. So, um, I'll start it at, um, 30. I'm sorry, my parents are arguing with my sister. So I'll have to go outside. <clears throat> All right, guys. Today, um, so number one for our podcast, Looking Like the Enemy. Um, today we'll be talking about, um, the first 50 pages. And we'll let you know how we feel about it. All right, Abby, what do you think of the first 50 pages? Um, I thought that the events leading up to the evacuation were really sad and moving. Um, I thought that, like, the part where they evacuated all the Japanese people were super dehumanizing. Yeah, me too. I thought that. I remember reading that um, both of that both of her parents' faces and her brother's face went completely pale when they heard what happened and what was going to mean for Japanese Americans living in America at that. Yeah, I thought it was really sad when um, I think the girl Mary, she was like really afraid to go to school and she was afraid of what people would like think of her after the Pearl Harbor bombing. Yeah, she was it said that she was a Japanese American but she didn't feel like an American which um really connects to today's current events. You know, dehumanization, police brutality, um just people of color seem to feel that they are um in inferior to the people in power. Yeah, I definitely agree. Yeah, I agree. It was very eye-opening to how this second generation felt during that time. It was very devastating, as Abby said. Yeah, it really was. Um, I think it was just, um, it was really um, slow up until age, I'd say 10. It was a life or um. Her dad and her parents, no, her dad and her mom moved to America in 1898, and her mom moved in 1922, I'm pretty sure. Is that correct? Yeah, correct? yeah. yeah. I um, believe so. Yeah. It's, yeah, it says in the book. So, um... It was saying that they couldn't um, own land at the time because of the because of the alien laws. You know, people um, described immigrants as aliens because they weren't um, um, American um, descent or they weren't born on American land. I feel like that was very um, it was very unfair to the people, to the Japanese people at that time. Yeah, I think it's really sad how. Most immigrants like move to America looking for a better life, but people in America just don't even want them there. Yeah. Yeah, completely. Um, moving on, what were the events that had happened after? Um, you know, she had went to school, and they started evacuating people out. Um. So, 
I feel like okay, so like round page five was when they started when the talks about how people are gonna be like sent out were like on page five and it says a lot about how they felt like they didn't belong anymore and there's this one sentence that says the day Japan bombed Pearl Harbor was also the last day I felt truly American and I feel like that really makes like everything so much even sadder than it already seemed because they were American citizens born in America yet that name they weren't considered Americans even afterwards they were ashamed to be Japanese so um yeah to add on to what you were saying on page seven um she like started crying in class and this one sentence in paragraph three it says I'm American yet I don't look like one I am Japanese but I'm ashamed I am I thought that was um super devastating that um um that she like didn't feel american at that time yeah that had a felt feel that way that she had to um, cover up being american or be ashamed of it in general yeah i remember that there were two other um japanese american students and that while she was walking down the hall, one of them had put um, their arm around her, stating that, you know, I'm I'm in this together with you. I had heard what happened last night on the news. And I think that was just a symbol of reassurance, knowing that um, other people knew how she was feeling that day. Yeah, I agree. I feel like it would have been much more different on how she would have felt if she was the only one. Yeah, if her, if her and her brother were the only Japanese students at that school, I feel like she would have um, been crying a lot more. She would have been a lot more devastated and just stressed on how she was feeling. Yeah. Um, On page eight, it says that she felt like an outsider and um, some mean white kids called her Jap. I feel like that was definitely really dehumanizing um, during that situation. Yeah, and it was in the third grade. It, I think it shows you how, um, you know, um, children learn almost everything from their parents because, you know, no, I don't think any other immigrant would have called or Jap because she had looked different. I think it was only um, I wouldn't say privileged white kids. I would just say um, people who were born in America or have um, tentative, very American thinking. Because back in that time, people were very close-minded on immigrants that you know, oh, they're here to take our jobs. And you know, some people today still feel like that. Um, I think it just shows um, dehumanization and um. Basically, racism all throughout America and the problems that we have as a social community. Yeah, I agree. And um, 
dad lived in Washington. Um, how do you pronounce that? I wasn't able to pronounce it correctly. Vashon County or Island? Island. Yeah, Vashon Island. They had like yeah. very um like a very rural way of living because Washington wanted to build a wanted to build a bridge between the island and the mainland, but they didn't allow them to because they wanted to preserve the natural way of living there. Yeah, they were but also you can tell the that that it wasn't just the neighbors that were just closed minded. It was also on page eight, it also shows that the Office of Civil Defense um, announced that starting at seven o'clock, seven p.m., there was going to be a visual blackout to prevent an attack. So I feel like that part was very more. How would I say it? More like dehumanizing, because. I feel like that's just saying that, oh, we have some Japanese people living in this neighborhood. We need to close everything down so we don't get bombed. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I I understand what you mean. Um, I think the fear that was going through her mind during that time was um, very, very um, harsh on her. She was so young and having to deal with all that stuff, deal with, um, you know, the bombing and the threat that there might have been another bombing. I think that would have been, that is something that she remembers and that she brings up always later on in the story. Yeah. Um, especially, like, the parents, like, the mom and the dad, they were, like, super worried on page nine, um, the dad said, um, I wish Japan hadn't attacked Pearl Harbor. Our lives would um, certainly become more difficult. Mm-hmm. So. And they had received a letter from their uncle, I'm pretty sure, pleading, come back to Japan now, something like that. Because there was, I thought he had known that something was going to come like that later on. I wasn't really sure what he had meant by, like, you know, come back now, but I feel like he had known something was going to happen during that time. Yeah. And uh, on page nine on the bottom, it also says that the U.S. government had conducted a study that examined the loyalty of Japanese Americans living on the West Coast in Hawaii. The, U- the U.S. government study found that there was no Japanese problem. I feel like the wording of that and how the U.S. government put that there was no Japanese problem was very dehumanizing. And it was like treating that. It was like working, going to your house and checking if you have cockroaches. Yeah. Yeah. Like, how can you measure how loyal someone is to their country? Because I don't think that there's really a test like that. They wanted 
um, the American government wanted to give answers to the American people on, you know, why this had happened and see if the Japanese had any um, intel on it. But, you know, I don't think any of them did because there's no way you can measure um, how loyal your American people, your Japanese American people are. Like, just because something had happened to people that, you know, people that had lived in Japan and bombed Pearl Harbor were not um, American citizens. So you can't measure, you know, how loyal they are to America because they don't have any loyalty. They're not, they're not accustomed to living in this country and loving this country like how American citizens are. Yeah, I agree. And going off with what you said, you said that the Japanese people from Japan that bombed Pearl Harbor wouldn't know how to be loyal to America because they aren't American citizens. And Japanese Americans wouldn't be loyal to Japan either because they don't live in Japan. They're born and raised in America and they're American citizens. So there's really no way to like examine the loyalty as the government did. Yeah, I agree heavily with that. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of the racism and things like that were was very open and everyone would be able to see that the person is Japanese because a lot of the Japanese Americans would speak Japanese at home and only Japanese at home. So I feel like that's where like a lot of people would be like, "Oh, that person's Japanese." Yeah. Are they the ones that did that? Like I think people get very confused on ethnicity and um ethnicity and nationality like your ethnic backgrounds say that you are um you are you know japanese but your nationality says that you are american and I, a lot of people get very confused on on that i myself used to get confused on that um you know i am half mexican honduran i used to say i was mexican honduran but my mom told me that i was American and I'm like what no no I'm not but then she told me she told me that I was born in America so that makes me American she was born in Mexico and that makes her Mexican so um yeah I don't think like people understand that now and back then people really didn't understand that then yeah um, to I add on to what Emma was saying um on page 13 they showed um like a picture of propaganda where they made the cartoons look like um they made the japanese soldiers look like crazed monkeys so i felt like that definitely um maybe like increased like the hate crime against japanese because of all of these like propagandas against japanese people yeah and underneath that it also says along with the cartoons the Time magazine published an article, and the title was How to Tell Your Friends from, from the, the Japs. Japs. So, 
that also was very dehumanizing in the way that they called the Japanese, the Japs. But it also discussed about uh, how it was different and it was difficult to tell the difference between Chinese and Japanese people. And so I feel like not only a lot of Japanese people got a lot of hate, but like probably a lot of Chinese people got a lot of hate from ignorant people as well. Oh, yeah. yeah, and they also like um, included like the physical features of um, Chinese and Japanese people to like tell the difference. I thought that was super dehumanizing. Yeah, definitely. Like, not all like you're Japanese, you're Asian, you're Chinese, you're Asian. There are many, many differences among Asian people, Hispanic people, and even European people. There's um, diverse people everywhere and back then you if if someone said oh you know i'm chinese you're gonna think no someone said that they were chinese and someone said they were Japanese, people were gonna think that they were the exact same thing because that's just ignorance and what um the u.s government was now putting out oh the american people yeah and also on page 13 going off of everything that we just discussed It also talks about what Mary thought. It says, I hated what I heard and read, but I couldn't help but pay attention to the newspaper and magazine stories and radio broadcasts. I wondered, is that how people see me? I wished I had never been born. I wished I wanted to run away and hide, but there was no place to go. There was no way I could change my skin color, my eyes, my straight black hair. Or my name. Or my name. I was ashamed of myself and started to hate myself. Yet that's the way it was. I look like the enemy. So I feel like that paragraph was the most impactful out of the first two chapters. Definitely very impactful. Especially because she said that she was ashamed of myself, of herself, and how she started to hate herself because of how others started to see Japanese people. Yeah, I think it's definitely sad how she um, wanted to change her skin color, her eyes, and her hair. I thought that was just really devastating to read. As you know, people now... Now um, people have matured and become smarter. Uh, we you, we now have you know cultural appreciation week. You know um, we appreciate Black culture, Hispanic culture, Asian culture. Um, some may not be well as well known as others, but we people take the time to appreciate um, other people because immigrants had built this. Country. Um, you know um Latins. Asians and Blacks had all built this country. Yes, I agree. And on page 14, even more sad, um, the author asks herself, am I Japanese or am I American? And that became the defining question for her daily. And I feel like that was really sad along with the sentence where she says, I was part of a group called Americans, 
Before December 7th, 1941, it never occurred to me that I was not. Yeah, I think it's super sad that she had to, like, figure out which identity she was. Like, if she was Japanese or American, I thought that was super sad. Yeah, definitely me too. I agree with you guys on that. Yeah. Okay, so I think I think this concludes our um podcast number one. Um, does it have to be thirty minutes? No, it doesn't. It can be um like fifteen to thirty. Okay. Okay, so in conclusion, these chapters chapters 1 through 7 talked about many reasons of why the Japanese came to America and reasons such as famine, religious persecution and such. And it also talks about how the Japanese Americans were going through identity crises a lot during the time and a lot of the a lot of the discrimination that was going through that they were going through because of the ignorant people and such and how mentally damaging and saddening it was yeah definitely um thank you guys for coming today um, we're sorry that Jalen couldn't be here and other things to do. And I will talk to you guys next time we have to talk about our podcast. Cool. Bye. Bye. All right.